0: Welcome to The Forum, where we bring together experts to discuss the changing world and matters that matter. I'm your host, Ahana Kosler, co-founder and head of Foresight at The Foresight Forum. Our first episode is all about sustainability, where we'll be discussing what sustainability is and what the word really means to our experts. Joining us today, we have Hansika Chabria, founder and CEO of One Less, an Indian-born environmentally sustainable and socially conscious fashion and lifestyle brand that believes change begins in our wardrobes. Joining her, we also have her creative director, Samara Shah, who is dedicated to building a cleaner and greener world for fashion. We also have the privilege of having another entrepreneur join us today, Shalini Malhotra, founder and CEO of Shaza, an eco-friendly wear label based in Thailand. A mindset piloted by the desire to do the right thing is making zero-waste living, sustainable products and eco-friendly alternatives commonplace. But what is sustainability and what does it mean to you?
1: Sustainability to me is just conscious consumerism, not in just with what we buy or uh, like the clothes we buy. It's more about like the life we live with what you eat, what you drink, how you travel. It's just an overall aspect of just being more conscious about what we do and less wastefulness. One Less is a brand where, as she mentioned, we're trying to be 100% sustainable, which is turning out to be quite difficult to do. Um, But we're trying our best to make sure that all our processes, all the materials, all the dyes, everything that we use is as sustainable as it can possibly be. Um, So yeah, hopefully we will be able to achieve that at some point because currently to get 100% sustainable, Um, processes of knitting the fabric, weaving the fabric, dyeing is still not possible in India. But hopefully we will be there very, very soon.
2: Okay, so I'm Samara. Um, I actually got a great opportunity with my friend Hansika, who's here as well, to actually be the creative director for a new sustainable brand. So we're based in Pune in India and um, we're we're trying to be 100% sustainable in whichever way that we can be. Uh, that's not always possible, like in, this, like in the world that we live in today. But trying to live as sustainably as possible, also buying sustainably now. So, yeah. It was nice to meet all of you
3: guys. I'm currently working on an um, activewear brand, which is eco friendly and sustainable. So, it's called Shasa by Shalini. And what sustainable means to me is things that we do for the planet and for the people. So hoping for like a better future and a better world. And yeah, I agree, like, you know, it's not, first of all, it's not easy to be like 100% sustainable, but I think the fact that we all have the intentions to do that,
0: I think that's great. The next question I'd like to throw at you guys is, what do you do every day to be more sustainable?
1: Um, so for me, I've been vegetarian all my life. So turning vegan was super easy. Uh, I was at uni in London and I think being here and being vegan was much easier than it is being back home, because there's so many more vegan options when you go out to eat or whatever. Um, so yeah, I'm a hundred percent vegan. Yes, I do have cheat days a hundred percent, but I'm (laughs) trying to cut those out as much as I can. I've actually had a Zara cart full of things for the last six weeks. And I have still not purchased it because for some, I just can't do it. Like I love everything that's in that cart, but I refuse to purchase it. So it's been lying there and it probably will lie there for the next six weeks, but I refuse to not shop sustainable anymore. So I think oneness is actually like a boon to me. I just get new clothes out of it without feeling too about (laughs) it. Um, But yeah, like even smaller things, like I don't use cotton pads for makeup anymore. I have bought bamboo reusable pads, so that's one less thing that I'm wasting. Uh, Even things like sanitary pads, I'm not using the usual plastic ones anymore, but they're bamboo made. So they're much more easily biodegradable. Um, But yeah, and I also actually would recommend an app called Yeezy to anyone who's actually trying to reduce their carbon footprint. It basically links to your credit card. So every time you make a purchase on any website, it kind of tells you the carbon footprint that you've created. And it also helps you offset that carbon footprint. So it's a really good way to just do your bit and make a difference. Even if you don't really want to live a sustainable life, you could just do one or two things and it helps. That's really
2: cool that there's an app like that. I'll be honest you know I wasn't thinking about it last year but yeah now that I'm more conscious of it when it comes to like washing your bed sheets not too much or like not washing your clothes too much I think I'm slowly moving towards more of a sustainable lifestyle I might not be as sustainable as Hansika is she's like full-on but uh I'm halfway I mean I'm almost there like I'll get there soon enough my mom's always been into like growing her own vegetables and we have like tomatoes growing and we have like onions growing and potatoes and all of that. I mean, we try our best like to be sustainable in that way as well. I'm also trying my best to be vegetarian. Um, I mean, as a creative director and this brand, like I should have something, you know, relating to me. And I feel like my whole family's are always been vegetarian. We're Jens and my dad is vegetarian. So, I mean, for me, it's not like something out of this world, I can do it and I can try.
4: I think if you have the intention, that's big enough,
2: you know? Yeah. I mean, moving towards it is important, you know? Like, as long as you, like, you know in your head that there is, something's wrong and you're trying to do something right, I think that's the most important thing.
3: Okay, so similar to her, I am a vegetarian as well all my life, but it's a little hard to go vegan for me because I still <laughs> like milk and cheese. But, yeah, so I'm trying, like, hopefully one day I can get there as well. And... And okay, I used to be like a shopaholic, but ever since I started my eco-friendly brand, I feel like it's just so wrong. I feel so guilty whenever I go shop. So I've been shopping less, which is good, I think. Like I'm trying to reduce buying unnecessary clothes because I realized that like, you know, the fashion industry like contributes to so much waste and, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of carbon footprint. So I've just been trying to shop less and Obviously, like I bought my like first metal straw like a year or two years ago, mm-hmm. and yeah, just trying to be more sustainable. And in our house, like personally, we separate our trash every day, and then we like bring the plastics to the recycled place ourselves because sometimes, like you know, in in Thailand, like the culture is that in the end the trash goes to the same place. So unless yeah, you make the it, extra- yeah. yeah. So unless you make the extra effort to like bring yeah. it somewhere for recycling, then it doesn't actually go there. So we've been doing that for actually many years now, like in our household, we've always been doing that. But I think shopping less is also a good thing. It's a big step for me because I love fashion and I used to be super into like fast fashion. But now I'm just trying to focus on like slow and choosing styles that would last choosing, you know, I don't mind paying more, but then getting something that it will last me like 10 years
4: I mean I personally think it's a buzzword being thrown around a bit too much now and unfortunately because it's such a broad term and there's so much to it it's a bit overwhelming for people so if someone says I'm shopping locally and I'm shopping only organic cotton and you know I'm trying to be vegetarian that is you being sustainable just because you're not, and I don't mean that personally for any of you here, but just because every aspect of your life is not in quote sustainable, that doesn't mean that's not sustainable. Because if every aspect of your life was sustainable, that's not actually sustainable because how long can you really do that for? So I think that as a, as brands and as, as people who are interested in sustainability, it's really important to kind of break it down and see which aspects of your life you can truly actually be more sustainable in, and going forward, continue to be sustainable like that.
0: Do you think the community or the people around you are sustainable or trying to be? Where do you think people can be more sustainable?
1: So I would say that around me, I don't think, as you mentioned, sustainability is a really broad term. So asking someone to be sustainable, throughout their life is unrealistic it's never going to happen but I do think people are a little bit more aware of what certain lifestyle changes can do and how they can help like I have a bunch of friends who are now 100% vegan just because they watched Cow Spillacy I don't know if you guys have heard it but they watched that one documentary and it was like a whole life changing experience where they were like okay I'm never eating meat again just for that simple thing which is a great thing I think even if you change one aspect of your life to just be more sustainable, it's still adding to the overall um, goal of it. So I think that's amazing. And yeah, I think one less is, that's what we're actually trying to create is to create more awareness and education because at the moment, I think sustainability being such a broad term, you can—you don't really know what you should be doing. There's people telling you to not eat out of plastic or to use a metal store or whatever it is, but you're not really explained why and how to do what you're supposed to be doing so that's what we're actually trying to create by and large where you can come to the page and just be like okay this is why this happens and this is why i'm not using plastic anymore you know it's just that yeah yeah we actually have been trying to look for black dye for the last what 6 7 months and it's it's impossible to attain like the pitch black yeah. black dye in india and we've come across a lot of brands at the moment that are just Saying that they're sustainable using sustainable dyes, but they're actually soft dyeing, which kind of just blows the whole purpose of it because soft dyeing is using chemicals and you're still doing exactly the same thing, but you're just covering it up by saying, okay, yeah, it's natural dye, which it's not. Like, you just kind of have to educate people, like, you have to educate people about that gap and just be like, okay, if you are seeing something that's that black and it's from a smaller company it's not really going to be that sustainable. You know, you have to kind yeah. of understand that. So, but I think that's
4: a sad thing now is because it's become such a buzzword in marketing, it's kind of losing its value. And it's, it's kind of losing the essence of what you're trying to do and why you're trying to be more sustainable instead of just saying, oh, if I say I'm sustainable, I'm going to get five other orders
1: tomorrow just because I say that. And that kind of defeats the whole purpose. Which is, it's, it's a terrible thing because it's now being used as a marketing tactic by... Exactly. Well, everybody there's larger companies who are like oh we're sustainable we're trying to offset our carbon footprint by doing this 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 but why are you creating that in the first place if there are processes exactly. that you can adopt to reduce that by just using a little bit more of the money that you're already making you wouldn't have to offset your carbon footprint you could just have much less of it it just comes in as a thing where you kind of start thinking about it and you're like you could be doing a lot more than you actually are but yeah i guess that's something that will take a long But I think
4: also, like, going forward and building, like, sustainable and transparent brands, education is key. And if you are doing something that is not 100% sustainable in quotes, go out and say that. Because that's really how you make people understand that you are trying to do your best. And you can't be perfect because it's not possible to do that. But at least you have it in you to come out and say that this is something we're we're working towards, we're not doing, but we're trying to do. You know, instead of just blanket term, we are 100% sustainable when actually nobody can do that. Exactly.
3: Yeah, I definitely agree with that because there are a lot of brands that do greenwashing and it's really not fair for the other, you know, small businesses that are trying so hard to, become sustainable like as well and i agree that no brand can be like a hundred percent sustainable because like for example i'm still importing my materials from like italy but to transport that so i know that it's not hundred percent sustainable as well yeah you i think you just got to educate your consumers and transparency is key and relating to the question earlier i think in thailand now people are becoming more sustainable but then because of COVID I feel like we've gone like gone back to Mm -hmm. being not so sustainable again because now everyone like when you go to restaurants like all the forks and spoons come in plastics now because Yeah. yeah because of what's going on in the pandemic but I think we definitely have to like come back out of that earlier because otherwise we're just going back to where we started and like example, like Thailand, like in 7 convenience store, we just banned plastic bags like less than a year ago. And now if we're going back to it, then it's like kind of like a waste, you know, of effort. Yeah. But yeah, I believe that it's all about educating and every step counts. And I feel like it's good that all like a lot of brands are now trying to become more sustainable and getting people to understand more that the world will not be the same in like, just even a year. And I think that we can all learn from the pandemic that we really need to do something about it. Otherwise then like for the future generations, we don't know what's gonna be
2: left anymore. I think it's always been there in the back of people's heads, but like I feel like people are trying to understand it and that's a big enough change, which is where like one less comes in where we can have that option of people that can be, have free advice even through our web, like through our Instagram.
0: Our last question for today is a little bit more personal. How do you keep up with sustainability? What measures do you take to stay on top of sustainability, whether it's new brands, innovations, or anything that can allow you to be more sustainable in your everyday life?
2: I mean, I think this is where you guys will come in. I don't think there's a place where we are constantly looking at, where we know like this is the information that we need every week or every day or like i need to know what brand just started last week that's sustainable i wouldn't know that of instagram or anything else and i know that would come through you guys and that is where the world is headed i mean even fast fashion brands want to keep up with sustainability like h&m's trying to be there zara's like 50% like they're trying to incorporate natural fibers or so just the word natural there so that people are like able to you know yeah. um like relate in today's age?
1: So for me, I think I so I use the, the website Good On You a lot, just to try and find out what the latest models where I can buy the next pair of jeans that I need that isn't going to be fast fashion. So yeah, I think I do do that as well as even like the makeup or the skincare that I use, I try to make sure that it isn't uh, tested on animals or there's, it's cruelty-free, it's vegan, it's all of that stuff. So there's another website in the US called WSG that kind of explains every single ingredient in your list and you can just type it out and it just tells you what it has, how it's been used, where it's been produced. And that's something that I really enjoy having because then I have the knowledge of where it's come from and I can like kind of make a judgment for myself saying, okay, I can use this or I can't use this. These kind of websites or Like even what you guys are doing, like forums like this, where it educates you and it gives you an opportunity to actually make a decision for yourself instead of just listening to what a brand is telling you, because most of the time they're lying to you, (laughs) but yeah, just stuff like that. And of course, Instagram, like you see, I actually get a lot of my information from Instagram. Like you wouldn't assume that, but a lot of it I do actually get from there even like vegan recipes, or just like how to live a more sustainable lifestyle. There's like, there's so much going on that you can actually learn if you're looking in the right place.
3: Yeah, I agree. I get a lot of stuff from Instagram as well. And I think it's because it's to do with your passion. And like, you know how Instagram kind of puts you in a bubble, the more you Mm -hmm. search about something and look at something, the more that's what it's going to show you. And I feel like it's not necessarily a bad thing. Because if we're searching things that are like, you know, sustainable and good, like with all good intentions, then we're gonna keep seeing more of those. You know, suddenly you're like in this community where you're seeing people that are sharing the same passion about sustainability. And I think that's really cool. And I think that's why like social media is really powerful.
4: And if we use it in the right way, I think that's very beneficial. I think it's kind of good that the pandemic kind of happened because it forced everyone to slow down and think. And the unrealistic pace that the world was going at before was completely unsustainable. And there was no scope for sustainability. And I feel like now that people have actually had like time to think and like, you know, be more considered and like think twice before they buy something or before they put something in their mouth, um, it's, it's kind of half the battle won. So you're already kind of on the good side of it, where people are
1: already thinking about it because they've had more
4: time to think about it.
1: Just with the pandemic, I would mention, if you are using surgical masks, please should dispose it correctly if you're wearing latex so what's gloves. So,
4: right sp- what's the right way to dispose of them? Just because I don't honestly know.
1: So, any of the latex gloves that you buy or even the PPE suits, if you just send them to, um, so you can't dispose them as you usually would recycle plastic because they are contaminated. So, you have yeah. to send them…
4: Bio-waste.
1: Uh, exactly a bio-waste plant. So that itself helps the environment because in one sense you're not causing more damage but in the other sense the bio-waste plants actually do a lot of processes that help that disintegration of the plastic. I would just say that honestly people need to be a lot more conscious with what they're consuming. I think that's the biggest thing that we can even look at right now I'm not saying to be 100% sustainable or stop eating what you want or stop doing what you want, but just like kind of look at what you're doing before you do it. Even things like, you know, shop locally, shop seasonally is very, very important. And not in the sense that shop seasonally isn't what's in your country, but shop seasonally as in from where it's coming from. So it's just kind of just being a little bit smarter and thinking a little bit more about what you're doing and how you're impacting the earth. So yeah, I think just... Be a little more conscious. We, can, I think if we all do a little bit, we will eventually make a difference. And we already are making yeah. a difference.
0: I think that's the best way to end this episode. Thank you all so much for being here and for listening to the forum. Follow us on Instagram at Foresight Forum for more updates on how you can future-proof your business.